go ahead and tell them a bit about you. Uh, so I recently got involved with the bodybuilding uh, just 16 weeks ago, and I know it was 16 weeks because I'm nearing the end of my prep now. <laughs> and I'm definitely <laughs> feeling it. But it actually started out more as a can I get lean thing, like how lean can I really get? And then it kind of developed into, you know, I'm looking pretty good. I'm seeing progress. I, I like the way this, you know, goes and the way it feels. Uh, I just kind of fell in love with it. That's, that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I'm definitely going to continue to um, compete and do shows. Uh, this is probably going to be my only show for this year. As a matter of fact, I know it's going to be my only show for this year just because of the time constraints and the, and the way things have worked out. Um, and I'm going to go into this offseason, put some size on, and, and come back even uh, better next year. But I think I got a good chance in just where I stand right now and, and headed into the show. Uh, I'm in a, a good spot physically, mentally, and I, I think that there's a, a very high chance that I come out of this show with some hardware and do some damage in, in terms of um, winning my class and, and winning possibly the overall. Yeah, man, I uh, I got to tell you, I've been following your progression, and uh, we even had our uh, first discussion together on January 27th, and uh, I don't know if you remember that, but uh, that was episode five, um, so that kind of shows us the progression of you know this this process for you, this journey for you, and that's that's why I wanted to get you back in, and uh, knowing that you're nearing your uh, your show date. I wanted to be able to check back in with you, see what's changed, see what the the new Brandon is like, and your mentality going into this thing. And what I can really tell Brandon is you were confident, uh, but you were very humble in the beginning. And now I'm noticing that you are developing this like indomitable will, and uh, yeah. you you just have the utmost confidence, and you're bringing that energy to the table. And I think that competitors. Um, that it, it becomes a mental game on stage. And I, I think yeah, that you're, absolutely. yeah, absolutely, dude. And I think that you're preparing yourself well. I think that uh, you're going to ultimately get in the heads of a lot of competition just simply because you have that kind of spirit and in, in, uh, confidence going in. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to attribute a lot of that to recently I uh, started working. I didn't have a coach at all or anything for the first uh, 14 weeks of my prep. Um, but the last two weeks I've actually been working with uh, a friend of mine um, by the name of Cameron Cheek. Uh, I, I've tagged him on a couple of my recent stuff on my Instagram story. Um, he helped a friend of mine out that did a show recently. He won, looked phenomenal. And I reached out to him just because I had a couple questions on, you know, peak week and, and how peaking works and everything. And he just offered to, you know, help me out and kind of take over some of my um, I, I don't want to say I, he took over a lot of my diet and it has definitely helped me out with my training. And since then, I mean, the, the two weeks that we've had together, the progress has been insane. I, uh, a lot of the things that I was planning on doing, um, are what we have done. Uh, but they're tweaked a little bit and, you know, there's been some changes here and there that I, I didn't think about or consider that, you know, having this coach with the experience in, what actual peaking is has definitely helped me and that's given me a lot of the confidence that like that i've i've been portraying that's you know that's been a big factor in, in giving me that uh and i i'm gonna make sure that he listens to this i just want to let him know that i appreciate the hell out of everything 
that he has done for me these last two weeks. Um, it, the, really, those have been the biggest changes are, are the ones that he and I have made together. And I, like I said, I think that this is the best I've ever looked. Uh, today, I'm, you know, I woke up maybe a little bit more watery than uh, I'd like to, but you know, he's adjusted things, and we're going to continue to play it out. And, you know, I, come Friday, uh, get a good night's sleep, wake up Saturday, and, and go out there and kill the show. You know, it, right? And 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 I remember us talking in the beginning too about uh, kind of this this unknown factor going into your final weeks of prep. Like you don't know where you stand. Uh, right. You're, you're, you're not really sure about the direction you're headed and if you're on the right path. So it's really awesome to be able to have connection with somebody who's going to be able to ride that out and kind of guide you along the way and offer insight, which it seems Absolutely. like you've, you've been able to establish with this uh, individual. What's his name again? Cameron Cheek. Cameron Cheek. Yeah, I've seen him on yep. your posts. Um, go ahead and let people know what your social media handle is for Instagram. Yeah, so uh, if you guys check my Instagram out, it's at brandon.m.wardlow. Uh, just my first name, B-R-A-N-D-O-N dot M and then dot W-A-R-D-L-O-W. Uh, I post a lot of, you know, not just bodybuilding stuff in there. I, I've been away kind of i guess you could say from social media i haven't been posting nearly as much except for you know from my on my story here and there uh just really focused and dialed in on this prep and then you know the show in general but and i, I typically would do these sessions uh i stopped them about two three weeks ago to focus more on prep um but on fridays i do reflection friday normally uh like i said i've been away from that for a little while but it will start back up actually immediately following the show that friday i'm going to follow up on everything that's happened it's going to be a long reflection friday i, I might actually record it uh in advance and then upload it as opposed to doing it live like i normally would because there's just a lot i want to touch on and talk about yeah and uh i i think that that's the important part of of this large transformation and it, it absolutely is life-changing brandon and i'm i'm very happy that you're able to experience that and you're doing so well with it uh you've really been able to own uh every bit of this prep since the beginning i mean you were dialed in dude so um being able That's to go great. in and uh have that confidence uh, that's something a lot of people don't go into their first show with. And I think that uh, you have the support behind you as well. Um, you, yeah. You've been able to document the journey. And I think that it speaks volumes because you are natural and you are coming from um, a place very relevant to people that, you know, you weren't anything special at the beginning and you've been able to make all these phenomenal life changes and lifestyle changes um even even before bodybuilding just in terms of powerlifting right. efforts right like it just yeah, really shows and i think that that's it's, it's exactly the point of being able to show your progression like if you were to go on your instagram page right now you can yeah. see that you started as just a high school athlete, something you know maybe a good portion of the population can relate to, and right. then you really allowed yourself to um, like hone in on just a, a unique individual with a particular set of uh, skills and um, just very, very high value, man. Uh, 
and and that type of attitude is is something that isn't it isn't uh, easy to come by, man. You got to really work at developing that, and it takes stuff like this that you're kind of eating dirt for a while, and, right. and to really appreciate some of the the smaller things in life, dude. That I think a lot of people take for granted. Yeah, absolutely, I, and I definitely can attribute a lot of the sports that I played in high school. You know, uh, having been a football player, a wrestler, a powerlifter, a track athlete all of those come with different aspects in them that instill some type of uh a, not just a discipline but a mentality in you especially like the eating discipline in the in the stuff i'm going to attribute that to wrestling you know you want to talk about getting up in the morning and doing the workouts i'm, I'm going to attribute that to football because you know you wake up and you get to, to the two days and you have all this and then you want to talk about you know just going the distance and actually finishing when you're tired. I'm going to attribute that to both wrestling and track. Uh, and then you talk about the powerlifting aspect, you know, that, that gets me in the gym and, and reminds me that um, it's not just about going through the motions. You actually had the, the lifts have to have some type of purpose uh, that mind muscle connection has to be there. And it's a little different with bodybuilding. And I had to develop that. And it was difficult at first, but now that I've had it, now that I feel it, um, it's, it's invaluable. I don't even know how to describe it. I, it, I cannot. I I, I think that different. You know the the combination of all the things that I've done. Like you said, if you were to look at my Instagram page from the bottom up, it would show you. You know, athlete to powerlifter, yeah, to Marine Corps where I was 160 pounds and all I did was run and I was running three miles a day, if not more than that, uh, ten miles on Saturdays and then to now as a bodybuilder who at the beginning of my prep was 185 pounds and I stepped on the scale this morning. We front loaded my carbs this week. So I stepped on the scale this morning, uh, 155 or not even 153. Um, oh, wow. But I, I'm the leanest I've ever been. I, I look the best I ever have and I feel really, really good. I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> I didn't expect that a couple days ago, I didn't feel so great, but today, uh, in the last two days as we've loaded up my food a little bit and then we're starting to taper things back down My body's recovering, you know, like I said, I'm in the best spot that I've been uh, Probably in the past two weeks both physically and mentally and that's that's a good spot to be in being in your your final week here most of the time people are dreading uh, uh, you know, this, this last week of prep, this, uh, this kind of like hell week is, is the way people like to put it. Um, yeah, I've been seeing that man. And I saw a video talking about hell weekend and I was, you know, paranoid coming into it. I was like, oh man, we're going to front load these. I was scared to do this whole carb load thing in general. I was just going to be content with looking stringy and flat on stage. Cause I figured it'd be better for me to look lean too lean than it would be for me to look you know watery and bloated right but i put i put faith in the coach and, and his plan and everything he had for me and that first day when we were up with the carbs i i had soaked up and absorbed so much i woke up and i was only a pound heavier i'm like whoa you know and i didn't look i didn't look super spilled over i was a, maybe a little bit uh yesterday i woke up still feeling great didn't really feel like i looked spilled over this morning i woke up and i looked my absolute best um I and I don't even think we've peaked yet. You know, my my fats are up a little bit right now and my carbs are back down a little bit right now. So I think that that's kind of where the, the little bit of watery adjustment is uh, at that midday point, because I'm taking right now 
pictures are coming in and I'm, I'm giving him, you know, updates, you know, almost every, every meal. Uh, I gave him some this morning, fasted some after my first meal, which is the ones I'm referring to where I looked a little watery when we get finished here. And, and when I finish this first jug of uh, water, I'll send him some more. And then I'll send him some two more times today. Uh, and we're going to continue to track and progress and, and the changes that we make. I honestly am learning so much. I did not realize how quick you could, you know, fix or adjust or adapt um, in terms of like your body's food and like, so a spillover, I didn't even know what a spillover was. And when we talk about it and the reason I'm referring to a spillover is because I, I watched the video on hell week, just like you said, they were like, Oh, I'm so worried about eating too many carbs and spilling over. Well, I've learned since that when you spill over, it's not actually necessarily a bad thing as long as you can control it and you don't spill over excessively, which right. is why we did this front load and why we, you know, have played with it right now so that if I spill over a little bit, it's okay. We just taper back a little bit, do some exercises, get a little bit of a pump in. Next thing you know, you're as, as tight as can be. Right. And I, I, I didn't realize that. I was in panic mode when I felt a little bit spilled over. I'm like, oh my God, I'm fat. And, you know, <laughs> that, that was the nice part about having this coach and, and having someone who had experienced it and knows what he's doing to kind of say, no, relax, you know, keep drinking your water. Don't stop drinking water. Uh, keep drinking your water. Keep your stuff the same. Get a little bit of exercise and go for a walk. Get a little, uh, you know, those resistant bands, get a little resistance band pump in. And next thing you know, you're, you know, you're back to being tight and on track. So uh, people talking about peak week being how week. I think that that really is going to come from a lack of experience. And I probably would be experiencing that right now had I not found this coach. But I also think it comes from like, I, I don't know, a lack of understanding your body. Yeah. Uh, so it, like I said, me learning all this and, and feeling it and having somewhat of a, of already a basic understanding through uh, being a personal trainer and, and having the experience in the medical field and the health field, I can, relate these things that are happening and I can, you know, make sense of them in my head. And I'm like, wow, actually, I didn't think of it that way. That, you know, makes a lot of sense. Oh, I look a little spilled over because there's a little bit of excess glycogen in, you know, on the outside of my muscle cells. Well, the only way to get rid of the excess glycogen on the outside of the muscle cells is, is to use some glycogen. You have right. To, <laughs> you know, you have to use some energy and I'm like, exactly. oh, well, that, that makes some sense. It, right. So, really so really just ideally good. having a, a, a good training bout after that, that front load of carbs is going to, um, yes. allow you to not excessively spill over. Okay. Yes. So and you, I, you and I heard you mention feeling super good, good. And, th and that's, that's, that's the whole point too, is like carbohydrate. That's a fuel source, you know, to, to completely say, we're going to cut out carbohydrates for our athletes you're expecting them to perform on nothing or, right. you know, and, and that's just, and that's what I, that's what I've been seeing with these hell week videos. And they yes. talk about week. that's what a lot of them do is they completely cut out, you know, all carbs. And I'm talking like, I saw some people that said they were literally at zero, like not net carbs. Like they were literally at zero, not eating any type of carb. They were just eating, you know, chicken and, uh, they were just eating, you know, chicken and, freaking fats and proteins and that was it right and I, I was like i couldn't imagine trying to do what i'm doing right now without any type of carbohydrate source i would be completely drained exhausted uh i mean mentally i would be 
I was already fatigued when I was low carb coming into this week. And then, you know, like I said, I'm so glad that we did things the way that we did and that I'm seeing the results the way that I am. Cause I feel like even if I did spill over, so say I sent him pictures after this and I look super fat and spilled over, you know, I know we're going to make the adjustments and we have time to do that because it's, it's only Wednesday. Right. You know, I'm not stressed. I'm not worried at all. Right. And that's, that's a good place to be at in, um, especially in the middle of the week, you know, it's Wednesday, uh, May 8th here. So, you know, your, your competition is this Saturday coming up. You've still got a few days to kind of see what kind of changes can be made. And there's this aspect of, uh, especially in hell week where it becomes detrimental is, lowering your stress as much as possible to mitigate cortisol level spikes which can play a role on your metabolic processes let's talk a little bit about how your stress has been low i know you you mentioned this coach a lot that's been able to help you would you attribute a lot of that low stress environment to the coach yeah so much yeah and and he's made sure to i don't want to say stress because that's the opposite but he's made sure to emphasize how important it is for me to stay, you know, low stress and not be, uh, you know, super uptight and worried about things and kind of staying off. That's why right now I'm I'm bundled up, just laying in bed watching food TV. Like, <laughs> like I'm I'm low stress as ever right now. Uh, so I, what what is there? Has there been a certain prescription of, um, you know, like maybe some techniques, some breathing techniques, or something of the sort uh, to mitigate your stress levels? just doing things that like i enjoy doing or um you know just staying out of stress in general so like typically i'm a i'm a person i i love going out and you know going for walks and being outside uh so every once in a while if i feel like i'm just been i've been too sedentary maybe i get up and go for like a 15 minute walk and i come back in and i sit back down and i just sit on my feet or i I stay off my feet you know just to to try to keep things as relaxed as possible and that little bit of a 15, 10, 15 minute walk, that is enough to like clear my mind and ease my mind and be like, okay, you know, I did it enough or something. Cause you know, I'm one of those people that I'm always doing something. I hate sitting around for long, long periods of time. So just that little bit of a, a 10, 15 minute walk is enough to ease my conscience and say, you know what, I'm not being lazy and just sitting around eating all day. I, I'm doing things, you know, that are somewhat pertinent at this point. You know, it's important for me to sit around right it's going to help me to sit around right no and 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 i think that that's important too that a lot of people don't realize they get trapped in the monotony of training for excessive periods of time and they get through that they go through this this aspect of not um not mitigating the amount of energy expenditure with the deficit that they're currently in uh so i can attest to this i didn't um do things exactly the way that was prescribed by my coach and as a result yes i was getting leaner but i was also burning through energy stores that were um going to be relative in the long run in that peak week phase um like like we talked about brandon you find out a lot about yourself in peak week you find out about a lot of i mean the whole thing kind of comes together in peak week uh really and truly um so you're the fact that you're owning peak week the way that you are is a testament to the type of guidance and not only guidance but your um, self-driven intuitiveness to be able to kind of put the pieces together on your own uh, for the first yeah. 13, what was it, 13 weeks or so? 
Yeah, um, 13, 14 weeks. Yeah, so I mean, that's incredible, buddy. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that um, do these shows and uh, make that commitment to lifestyle change. And although their head's in the right place, they're making a lot of missteps. And um, right. I think being adaptable and being able to pivot when you misstep is the most important piece to any prep. And you've been highly adaptable. Uh, you've kept your stress levels low and you're, you've been enjoying the process throughout. And that is why you're gonna be successful and ultimately win or lose or whatever placement you end up getting, you will have won uh, by my standards alone because you simply put in the work, you dedicated yourself to a natural way of doing it and you've documented yeah. the journey, man. And I think that ultimately like that is so important for everyone out there uh, to be able to see that any background you're coming from, any fitness level, it can be done. You know, oh, it takes it takes that spirit, that willpower, that intrinsic motivation and mental fortitude to be able to persist through um, a lot of these changes that may be challenging you. But on the other side of that challenge is growth. So, uh, and, you know, I think surrounding yourself with people who also think like that is yes. Important. Absolutely. It, it will definitely rub off on you. And, I, and you know, with this coach, I think that's another reason I'm so relaxed is because when you talk to him, he, he's just relaxed. You know, he's not stressed. He's not worried about anything. He's just chill, laid back, and it kind of rubs off. And when, when you see the way that, like, or hear the way that he talks, the tone in his voice, um, at least for me anyway, and he's, like, not worried about, you know, when I send him a picture and I'm like, you know, I look a little spilled over. And he's like, eh. He's like, oh, no, you don't. You're fine. And then, like, and then he, re but then he reassures me as to why. Because, like, sometimes I'm one of those people that, like, no, I look spilled over. Like, I look fat. And then I'm like, you know why? And then he tells me, look, this is, you know, what I, this is what we want. We want right. to do this now. We want to get this out of the way now so that when we come, you know, Saturday, we're dialed in. And all we have yep. to do is show is up, tighten up, is show up. Yep. And, you know, I, I'm just laid back, man, just it, letting it happen. And, and that's good, man. Not a lot of people can smile throughout this process. And that brings <laughs> me to my next question. Um, it's been a long journey. Uh, it's been oh, yeah. uh, not just the 14 weeks in prep, but it's been a long journey in, in developing your, your individuality of you know, what trainer you're going to become, what type of person you're going to become. So what is the biggest takeaway? Uh, I know we're not completely concluded yet, but what's the biggest takeaway throughout this bodybuilding prep? And then extending that even further, what's the biggest takeaway throughout uh, trying different fitness modalities in general? I think that finding your niche is really, really important. And I, like I said, I've been on almost every end of the spectrum in terms of fitness that you can think of from you know athletes powerlifter to long distance runner to now bodybuilding and you know just general health and fitness and i think that what's really really important in, in the way that you can find out where you fit best is what you end up feeling the most like attraction and gravitation towards so yeah i miss you know sports a lot does that mean that i make the best coach not necessarily um However, I feel like an extra gravitation towards this bodybuilding thing. And it could be temporary. It could be right now. And because, you know, that I'm in this, but I don't, I didn't feel that with powerlifting and that, right. that kind of, you know, pushed me away from it for a little while. And I, I still, every once in a while, like to have fun. And, you know, I had a heavy compound lift here and there, but it's not something that 
I want to do constantly or on a daily basis or help other people do. You know, that's not, I, that wasn't my niche. And I was able to find that out by applying it, by doing it. Uh, and, and that's one of the ways that I think a lot of people are scared to go about figuring something out is you can't just look something up. You can't just ask other people for their opinions. You, you have to experience it for yourself. And if you don't know, if you don't and you don't know, then you're never going to find out. So I, I think the biggest takeaway that I've learned throughout this bodybuilding process is that there's more to your niche than just what you've done. You have to have some type of, like you said, uh, uh, adaptable ability or like some something in your head that allows you to be flexible in what you expect or the direction that you plan on going in. Because did I plan on being, you know, doing a bodybuilding show? No. The, originally, this was not an intention. I never considered it. Uh, if you would have asked me 17 weeks ago, it wasn't even on my mind. I literally made the decision one day after watching a video and after watching, you know, a friend tell me he was getting ready for his contest prep. I was like, you know what? I want to try it just to see if I like it. And I did. And it was, like I said, I feel this gravitation towards it because I'm enjoying it so much. And this feels like something I could do day in and day out. But the only reason I was able to find that out is because I said, I'm going to try it. It right. wasn't, you know, right. I didn't just ask him, Hey, do you like bodybuilding? Cause obviously he's going to tell me yes. And I didn't just go and ask, uh, you know, a cross country runner, Hey, what do you think of bodybuilding? Cause obviously I'm going to get a different question or, or a different response from them. It, it was something that I had to experience for myself the same way I did it with the powerlifting, the same way you did with the, you know, the long running. I enjoyed that for a little while, but at the same time, it wasn't something I felt like I could do not only by myself for a long period of time, but with other people. And that's ultimately what the goal is as a trainer uh, or as a coach or as a, as a fitness professional in general is to be able to take what you're passionate about, what you're good at, what you're knowledgeable in and help other people to get to that level or beyond. So, I mean, coaching, like I, I make that reference back. Do I think I can make a good coach? Maybe, but is that what I would be the best at? Maybe not. Maybe it's bodybuilding. I don't know yet. There's still more for me to try. Right. But as of right now, I'm really, really liking where I spit and where I feel in terms of like my niche being bodybuilding. And I think that goes back to, uh, I always say doubling down on your strengths. And I think that that goes back to just your nature, Brandon, and, and the time that I've known you, which is uh, going on like three years or so now, maybe longer. Almost four years. Yeah. Right? So, so even longer than that. Um, you know, knowing you throughout this progression of time and in being able to see your character develop, uh, you've always kept that aspect of uh, being structured uh, the same. Yeah. You know, when when I knew you back in freshman year at Eastern, um, you were very much so a structured individual. You you yeah. you had a daily routine. You kept yourself organized, and that also that also played a role in you joining the Marine Corps. I mean, yeah. everything, oh, and, and it starts it starts to snowball. So looking where you're at now, I believe is a compilation of all of these different experiences. With the the common theme being that you are your strength and your abilities lie in the realm of organization. They lie in the realm of uh, structure and um, perseverance and and you've been able to thrive in this type of environment. So what seems like a high stress, uh, high 
um, anxiety-driven type of environment for you is another day in the office. And that's something yeah. that, again, is so invaluable that a, a lot of people don't just develop overnight. It, it takes a long time, and I want to highlight that. Uh, this is not this is not yeah just... i didn't i didn't wake up like this one day you know this is right uh, it's something that i've definitely experienced and built like you know when i first joined the marine corps that my stress was extremely high because i was always on this i had this feeling that in order for me to be successful in the marine corps i had to be you know that three mile runner that always ran an 18 minute three mile and that put a lot of pressure on me that i had to be uh, the best of the best. And I actually, you know, when I graduated boot camp, I was company honor grad. I was company Ironman and I did all that, but it wasn't what I, it, ultimately that's not what led to my success in the, so far in the Marine Corps. What's led to my success so far in the Marine Corps has been, you know, the attributes like that we've discussed so far that I bring to the table. Uh, it, it didn't have anything to do with me trying to outdo everybody else. It had more to do with me being able to remain calm and, and kind of level headed in stressful situations. And that came from, you know, having to teach myself and having to, to learn how to, how to not put so much pressure on myself. And I think you go back to, um, if you go back to just the fact of over your development too, you, you always talk about this self-driven nature and that's important too, because everyone predicates their success on other people's opinions. And that is so dangerous because you allow yourself to be the only person that is critical of your own success. Like you are, uh, your opinions are the only ones that matter. And that is something, again, that is is something a lot of people can't um, exercise properly uh, and not take to heart when criticisms do come around. You thrive right. in that environment. You thrive when it's high pressure. You thrive when it's uh, you know, you know, high anxiety environment. So being able to be adaptable in those situations, man, that's exactly why you're at where you're at and you're comfortable in your closing days leading up to the competition. So closing things out, Brandon, I want to give you, um, a chance to go ahead and, uh, highlight some of your social media platforms so people can get a taste of the journey along the way. Cause I'm sure you're going to be highlighting that on your social media platforms. Yeah, Friday, like I said, I'm gonna put a lot of stuff on there. The the primary social media platform that I use is Instagram, uh, and that's gonna be where a lot of my stuff is going to be found. Uh, again, my Instagram handle is at b r a n d o n dot m dot wardlow, and that's w a r d l o w. Uh, if you guys tune in and watch the video on Friday, because I am going to do something live, kind of, you know introducing the video that I'm going to post because I want to make sure that I get everything in there and I'll probably break it up into sections with timestamps but there's going to be a lot of information I'm giving I'm going to talk about uh you know the initial starter prep which we touched on a little bit here I'm going to talk about how I've felt during prep I'm going to talk about how I feel right now uh which we obviously discussed but I'm also going to talk about you know we talk about the highs I'm going to talk a lot about the lows and how dark and at sometimes depressing your prep can really be yes. uh, there are times where you know you really i'm not going to delve into it too much now so that i can do it more in the video but there are times where you just really feel defeated and down and out and that you know there's a point where you have to push through that and it took me a while and there's an interesting story that i'm going to talk about 
in my video that when I got to that point, it was it was rough. Uh, there was a period there where I actually had considered pulling out of the show, and I'll discuss that in again in the video too. But um, yeah, so that's that's really where most of my stuff is going to be on the Instagram. If you guys give me a follow, I always follow back. Shoot me a message. Uh, let me know you guys watched this or heard this or whatever. And if you ever want supplements, that's the place to go right there. Redcon One. I'm telling you. I, I've only used their supplements really on prep aside from Optimum Nutrition's plant protein because plant protein is, is, is pretty solid. Uh, <laughs> but uh, aside from that, you know, they've been outstanding in terms of support as like a team from there. So I, I'm a tier operator with them and they've actually sent me a lot and given me a lot of help uh, with my prep. And, and that period where I was down and out, I actually talked to another tier operator and he kept my head in the game. And I've actually, I've never met the guy, but because we're connected to the Redcon one family, he was, he was there for me. So just a great company, uh, great products. And, you know, I had to shout them out real quick. Excellent. Brandon, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to follow up with us. Um, so that is it folks. We are uh, in the closing days of Brandon Wardlow's journey into his first bodybuilding uh this is classic physique competition three so three days away um we're in peak week now and uh stay tuned for the rest of the journey folks and you can find it here and you can find it as well on brandon's media pages that we'll be posting in the description box below so go ahead and give us a thumbs up uh give brandon a follow and subscribe to the channel when you get a chance thank you everybody for tuning in thanks brandon appreciate you well, of course, Devin, it's not always a pleasure. All right, man. Have a good one. You too, brother. All right, folks. So that is it for our show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you know, we want to continue to uh, bring special guests on, do special things, and highlight the success of these individuals who are doing some very amazing things and uh it's it's a growing culture in the fitness community and i want to be able to highlight um just everyday people that are going through lifestyle changes and making a point to aspire for more out of their lives uh so if you go ahead and check out our videos you'll find more of awesome influences and awesome stories uh, with some of my clients as well so check out some of our older videos. Uh, if you check out the Anchor platform to listen to our podcast show, we are now running listener support. So if you like the show and you like the uh, insight that we give on fitness topics, go ahead and pay it what it's worth. Uh, if you don't think it's worth anything, you just enjoy listening, that's fine too. But every donation helps us develop this platform. And if you listened on the very first episode, you'll know that we've gotten some great supporters and been able to progress this show um, with the amount of passion that myself as well as our community has put into it. So I'll leave you with that for today, folks. Happy Wednesday and never forget, aspire to inspire. <laughs>